welcome to the Inspired Riding Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Lauren Parrish. As a certified riding instructor, remote coach, and rapid transformational therapy practitioner, a powerful form of hypnotherapy, I'm here to remind you to slow down, trust your intuition, and really deeply listen to your horse. And this will make for the best co-creative dances possible, whether you're on the ground or connecting on their backs. Thank you so much for being here. And here we go. Hello there, Inspired Riders. In this podcast, I wanted to share with you a couple of different little articles that I created specifically for those in lessons, whether they own their horse or not. So here we go. When taking lessons, there's an unspoken rule that you should always listen to everything your trainer tells you to do, no matter what. The horse world is filled with little inside phrases like, shut up and ride, or I'm the trainer, that's why, or you should have listened to your trainer in the first place. But what if you feel something going on within you, or your horse, and your trainer isn't picking up on it? It could be something as minor as preventing you from progressing that day, or as major as avoiding an accident. Yet your trainer is pushing you or brushing off how you're feeling. Or you're just not feeling brave enough, or can't find the right words, to express what that something is. What then? The following words are said with great love and respect to all hardworking and incredibly gifted trainers out there as I am also one of them who aspires to inspire my clients. Stick with me, as this piece can truly help you and your clients enjoy your lessons even more. This was created for trainers as well, I promise. I want to speak to the rider who strives to do their best. They feel the insatiable need to please their trainer. While this characteristic in the big picture will often improve their riding and their horse's well-being, There's a nuance to examine that needs to be addressed and brought into the light. Your intuition. When you trust your intuition, you are literally picking up the reins of your life and creating a gorgeous, harmonious connection for the best possible outcomes. You will know how to graciously and gracefully pivot your lessons. You will know how to explain to your trainer that something needs to change. You will feel confident about deciding when to back off or when to push through. You will know if you're just a tiny bit nervous, perhaps even excited, or if you're just not able to push through in the least. And that's always good to note, since you need to be fully present for your horse. Some riders already have highly developed skills when it comes to understanding what their intuition is guiding them towards. Others might get little stomach flips right before they're about to do something outside of their comfort zone. The latter usually notice that their body feels weird for a split second, but then do their best to move on quickly to get back to the task at hand. The former group will often take a few more moments to check in with how they're truly feeling, as well as have a greater sense of what their horse needs from them. If you're not experienced with checking in with your intuition, You might get the sense that something doesn't feel quite right, but you can't put your finger on it. 
Your writing can often become tense and turn into a spiral of thoughts and feelings that aren't conducive to you or your horse. If this is you, believe me when I say you have the power within you to develop this skill. It could be one of the most important tools you acquire in your tack box for riding and in life. So how do you develop your intuition and use it with your lessons to be sure you and your horse are safe and in turn feeling comfortable enough to express what you need to your trainer? You start with the basics like anything else in riding. You learn how to work from the ground up. Before we move on, I want to give you this one phrase that you can use in lessons with your trainer even if you're not sure what your intuition is telling you. You can say, I need some help processing something. If your trainer doesn't immediately take a breath and help you sort out what you need, then it's either time to find a new trainer or it's time to take him or her out to lunch and have a heart-to-heart with them. When they hear this phrase, they should be able to understand that something needs to be addressed for you and your horse to feel completely comfortable. Remember, they are there to help you. As you practice fine-tuning your intuitive skills, keep an open mind and an open heart. Your horse will absolutely notice the difference within you as you begin to dial in what feels just right for both of you. The following guide is a form of muscle testing to ask your body, your inner wisdom, how it feels when you say certain phrases. This will help you with decision-making. Here are some examples of true statements that you can say out loud. You can say, my name is, make sure it's your name. (laughs) You can say, I love my horse. You can say, my favorite food is. So when you say the truth out loud, notice what's happening in your body. You might not notice something until after you say some false statements out loud. So let's move on to those. You can say out loud, my name is, and then not your name. You can say, I don't love my horse. You can say, my favorite food is something you dislike. So when you start to say those things, now what do you notice? Was there any tension, tightness, holding of your breath? I always get a little tight in my throat and I have this like recoiling back feeling whenever I say something that isn't true. So I want you to think of three more true statements and three more false statements. And then go back and forth saying them out loud. Write down what you noticed about the two different statements. Once you have this dialed in, you're well on your way to trusting your intuition for your horse time. Once you know your horse is ready and willing, you can say things like, I'm ready to ride right now. Or, I'm ready to trot. I'm ready to canter. I'm ready to go on the trail. I'm ready to jump that jump. And notice how you feel. If any of those statements come up as a false feeling in your body, then you'll know you need to take a step back and get curious about what you need to do or not do to get the true feeling. When you trust your intuition, you can feel confident that you're making the right choices for yourself and for your horse. You'll know how to speak up for yourself and for your horse, even when your first instinct was to please your trainer. I believe that you're capable of making the shift towards advocating for yourself and your horse first. The people-pleasing feelings can exit the arena. You've got this. Okay, so now let's say you're in a lesson program 
and you get assigned a horse each week. So you don't own a horse, right? You're basically at the mercy of what the riding school has decided for you that day. You love the idea of tuning in with your intuition and connecting to the horse's heart to ask what they want to do. But that doesn't even seem remotely possible in this situation. You think about the idea about giving your horse a choice for what they want to do, and it seems so nice in theory. But it actually stings a little bit that you're not able to do that. You don't own this horse. This gentle gelding, who's a bit sticky in the corners for your jump course, will give you everything, as long as you keep your position super steady and you remember to keep breathing. Sure, you'd like to say, okay, dude, why don't we piddle around the arena and try riding with a neck rope just for fun? Or go out exploring on a little trail ride without a care in the world together. But you're there for a jump lesson. You have goals. You want to ride and compete with your friends. The luxury of giving your horse a choice isn't available to you. You actually have a bit of resentment for those who are able to keep their horses at home and can develop the kind of relationships you can't even consider right now. So you focus on what you can do. Here's what you can do. You can fill yourself up with gratitude. You can find your lesson horse's itchy spots when you groom him. And you damn well sure have extra carrots in your brush box for this gentle giant. You can work on strengthening your mindset your body with cross-training, and you can still work on heart-centered connections. For real. Keep listening, skeptical equestrian. You can visualize your rides before you even get to the barn. See them going smoothly with grace and ease. Feel how your body will move in perfect harmony with your horse. Hear your horse's hoofbeats. Combine all of your senses. And if you do this... You'll create such clarity, and your horse will feel like you've entered the next level of communication with him. And if you do this while you're riding, just imagining you're already ahead of yourself a few strides ahead, I call that riding into your future, you're going to have such mastery with this visualization, and your horse is going to really, really appreciate that you're thinking in pictures with them. And if you're one who has trouble seeing things, again, simply feel the sensations in your body when everything is clicking in perfectly. Get that feeling going, as if it's taking over your entire essence. Your horse will feel this energy shift and also give you a head nod that you're on it. You're a focused, determined, clear rider, and that's appreciated. And you know what? He can feel your gratitude. He understands that you're there to learn, and he knows you're doing your best. Because even though he might not be yours, he still believes in you. He can feel what's in your heart. And just a little side note, my book is called Your Horse Believes in You. So if you haven't checked that out yet, you can find it on Amazon. And it's also available on Audible if you prefer to listen like this. There really is a beautiful shift that happens when riders have their basic techniques solidified and they can begin to tap into their intuition. So even if their instructor suggests something, they know it is ultimately up to themselves to decide what feels right in each moment. Good riders become great by developing their feel and instincts. I'm so proud to work with them and help develop these riders. If you'd like more information on how to become an inspired rider, 
you can work with me remotely and check out my website, inspiredriding.com. And if you don't own your horse, all of the online programs truly benefit all lesson students. Thank you again for listening, and I hope these tips helped you. If they did, please create a review for this podcast. And if you have any questions, please email me from the website inspiredriding.com, and you'll see the contact page at the very end. Remember to lead with kindness for yourself and for your horse. And may the horse be with you always. Always.